0: I am a uh, big fan of Martha Byrne, and it has uh, nothing to do at all with her acting chops, which are substantial. Uh, Many of you are probably familiar with her as a three-time Emmy Award-winning actress, writer, and producer. Uh, One of her most recognizable roles was on the CBS daytime soap opera, As the World Turns. She was in uh, General Hospital, a lot of other things. I have never seen any of those uh, soap operas, but I have always been impressed with her work as a philanthropist, but much more so over the last year and a half that we've been chatting. I have been in awe of her strength and her advocacy for her husband, Michael McMahon, who is a former New York City cop, seems as straight as can be, and a guy that I think has been railroaded six ways from Sunday. And I have to tell you, maybe this is my own uh, naivete and lack of appropriate cynicism. I thought for sure... Once Martha came on this show, and probably other shows too, and shared the story of what was happening to her husband, that the FBI and the Department of Justice would say, oh, well, okay, we can't allow that. We've got to save face and uh, rectify this right away. Apparently, that has not happened. Very pleased to be uh, welcoming back to the show, unfortunately, under circumstances that are not ideal,
1: Martha Byrne. Hello there, Martha good morning good morning thank you
0: for that introduction thank you well uh, yes. well sure thing so uh, Martha we, you know we, we're getting new listeners all the time we're on new stations all the time for people that have not heard our uh, previous conversations about your husband Michael McMahon uh, a guy that was incredibly highly decorated as a police officer one of the most highly decorated police officers there there was over 75 commendations the combat cross which is the second highest award for the um, nypd what's going on what is his very bizarre legal issue and what has happened with his case to date
1: so when he retired from the nypd he was involved in the police chase which ended his career he became a private investigator and was extremely successful and really changed his career and life i mean he was severely injured on the job when he left nypd and he, things were going great. He got a routine phone call in the fall of 2016 from an American business. Uh, her client needed to find somebody who had stolen money from his company, his, his construction company, which happened to be from China. But he, the man that stole the money was here in the United States. So it was a very routine case. He found some assets of the man. He hired two former NYPD detectives who were retired. He spoke to two federal agents about the case in 2016 and 17, early 17. He worked for a few days doing surveillance. He notified the police every time he was doing surveillance. He did reports. He did everything by the book, nothing totally routine. And four years later, they came to my house and arrested him for failing to register as a foreign agent and interstate stalking. Now, here's the thing. He is a private investigator that's like arresting a plumber for changing a pipe right. they do surveillance they do background checks this is so routine the subject of his surveillance never saw him he testified at trial that the, the, the quote-unquote victim couldn't identify him and he was found guilty of he was found not guilty of count one which was conspiring to violate FARA, which was the crux of the case because that was about the foreign government the chinese government but he was found guilty on violating FARA and interstate stalking and conspiring to commit interstate stalking. Now this is preposterous. So of course, I mean, I'm outraged. I was disgusted. The FBI lied on their criminal complaint. They, everybody in this case lied except for my husband. Prosecutors lied. The so- so-called cooperating witnesses who never testified against my husband, by the way, and not one agent, who worked on this case testified, not one FBI agent who testified, I mean, I'm sorry, who worked on this case testified. So we couldn't cross examine him. We couldn't talk about his career at trial. We couldn't talk about a civil lawsuit against the subject of his surveillance. We were banned from talking about that. We're banned about talking about the China initiative, which was a huge, huge deal back in 2017, 18, 19. We're not allowed to talk about that. I mean, to sit there in a courtroom and hear them lie day after day, I- I'm horrified. You know, it's like we teach our children, tell the truth and everything will be fine. And when our highest institution is supposed to be ho- upholding truth and justice, blatantly lie to create a case against my husband and perpetuate that lie to the jury every day it was horrifying. So of course we've, we've, you know, put in motions to dismiss the case. And or grant a new trial, and then the government responds with like, well, we kind of lied. You know, they 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 use this language. They're very very. They they get the, around these things by using certain languages like plain error. Well, it was a plain error, but ignore that because there's all this other evidence. But that's evidence that they created. Just, so- just
0: to be clear, um, Martha, the government in their response to uh, your husband's lawyer's motions they admitted their error, which it basically their version of an error was not telling the truth?
1: Yes, yeah, so they say things like, like, for instance, they knew for since 2016, 17, maybe, or maybe, I don't know, that my husband never witnessed a very vital meeting, apparently, between a subject and his father who had flown in from China. They have used that, that story in every single document. Michael was never there. He never saw it. They knew it, they had documentation, they had cell phone records, they had his reports, they, they saw everything you know, down to our probably our you know, doctor's appointments, they've looked at everything in our lives. And yet they perpetuated that lie. So in the response they say, well, he wasn't there technically, but the witness, quote unquote witness says she was followed by a non-American person. So one could assume and we can infer that that was him. But they know it wasn't him. They have documentation. They have cell phone pings. And it, it went beyond that. Like every single thing that they said in court, they had a, a, an excuse for it. And they can infer evidence. You know, inference is a lie. And it's not right. You know, you should, if, if you know for a fact that that is false information, it should be just totally taken out of a case. And they've known for years, since 2017, my husband was a victim in this case. The fact that the government didn't protect my family against people that Christopher Ray, in a press conference, an international press conference said, were acting like an organized crime syndicate is disgusting. I want to know, were they by my house? They had my address. If these people were so dangerous, why are they talking to these Chinese agents and not my husband? Do you realize in their four-year investigation, they never spoke to my husband? They never spoke to the two other NYPD detectives who were retired. They never spoke to the two federal agents who were involved in this case ever, but they spoke to Chinese agents who most of them fled the country, by the way, on our watch, or they lied to the FBI at trial. They had a, a, a witness, one of their cooperating witnesses who admitted on the stand that he lied to the FBI at least five times. These are the people that the FBI are speaking to, but not law enforcement in this country. Now, They never went to the local police either because I went to the local police Mm. after my husband was arrested and said, did they ever come here? Do you have any documentation? No, this is this is so wrong. They put the American people at risk, the national security at risk. And by the way, if they went to my husband in April of 2017, if they spoke to him, brought the other highly decorated U.S. law enforcement involved in this case, brought them into this case. Crimes would have been prevented. Now, here's the deal: in the Southern District of New York, our hus- my husband's case is out of the Eastern District. In the Southern District of New York, at the exact same time, 2016 to 21, there was a fox hunt case. That's what were case cases going on exactly at the same time. Not one of the private investigators connected to that case was arrested. They had lists of 12 people to look for. They did. They went on people's property. They were taking pictures. None of those PIs were arrested. Only my husband. He's the only one. And I, you know, you know, it's really disturbing. It's like, you look at my husband's career. Why in the world? Why would, Why in the world would he do this? You know, at the end of the day, they put his finances up at this in his case. He made nineteen thousand dollars, right? They put a put a big chart up. Our attorneys got up and said, "Can you please open up that that slide?" And it showed that how much money he put out in this case. You know, he walked away with a few thousand dollars on this case. Wow. A few thousand, a few thousand dollars. Is he really going to risk his, the safety of his family, by the way? They want, they want you to believe that he sat down with these people from China. They, they recruited him, right? They recruited him at a Panera Bread meeting. And then he called two of his former co-workers from the NYPD to work for him, spoke to two federal agents, notified the local police five times of the surveillance, did invoices and made a few thousand dollars. This is what the government wants wants you to believe that he would do something like that. So, Martha,
0: let me let me ask you. In your view, obviously, there's no way for you to know necessarily, but why do you think they're going after your husband with such vigor? I mean, w- what what do they have to gain by prosecuting him? Who is being helped or hurt by this prosecution?
1: Well, I've thought about this for three years now. And he's the only American involved in this case, and I think they wanted to send a message to China that this is we will go after Americans too. Because, the first of all, the Chinese agents, many of them fled. The, the masterminds behind these fox op- operations are in China, and they know that they 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 were in China. And they left. They were they came here in our country, and they they were came under their own names. They were Chinese police officers. They were taking classes in in, in Houston and ca- Connecticut. The government, the federal government knew they were here. They knew that they were doing these things, but they weren't warning private investigators. They weren't giving them the local law enforcement a heads up what's going on. So I feel like this is a failed, another failed FBI operation, and they had to show face. And they had to bring this case down. And this is October of 2020, and it was China, and it, it was a message, and that's it. And I've seen, I've been following I'm doing a lot of research And I find video clips of high-ranking members of the federal government talking about, well, we have to send a message to China. We have to send a message to China. And I'm thinking, you don't sacrifice my family's safety, my husband's reputation, his career, his future, my family's future, because you need to make a statement to the Chinese government. Okay, that's not right. What's going on with
0: your husband now? Where where is he? Is he allowed to remain out of prison, um, you know, while these legal machinations play out? Or is he currently incarcerated somewhere?
1: Yes. Thank God. You know, thank God. in in court, you know, we immediately stood up and said, we're going to be filing motions to to overturn this case. And we're going to be filing motions for a new trial, you know. And the judge was clearly, you know, she was there. She saw what happened. I mean, we had jurors falling asleep. They didn't ask one ask questions about one readback in our case for a three week trial. Didn't ask for one readback. Uh, you know, she knows. She saw it. my husband did cash invoices for this case. She she, she paid attention. She knew we were gonna fight back, fight back. You know, so we pray that she she does the right thing here and overturns this case. You know, so yeah, he's home. You know, we pray every single day that justice will be served. You know, at some point, someone has to do the right thing here and fix this. So much damage has been done to our family over this and to the country. I'm sorry if if they had brought him in and worked with him. He worked on federal cases as an investigator. He worked on thousands of cases in his career. He was so good at his job. He would have loved to have worked with them if they came mm. to him. But they chose not to, and it's wrong.
0: Martha, and, I have to run, but uh, tell me quickly: yeah. what is the next step in the uh, legal process that he's going through?
1: So right now, we're waiting for the judge to. You know, we we replied again. We're waiting for the judge to decide, make a decision whether or not to grant us a new trial. And it should be. It could be any day. It could be next year. You know, we were just waiting for that. And you know, it's 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 painful to wait, but I feel like we we have a solid argument. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the facts on our side. We have the truth on our side and we have to keep fighting and we'll never stop.
0: But Martha Byrne, I uh, appreciate the time. Please continue to keep us posted on this. Uh, uh, wishing you the best and Michael.
1: Thank you. And you guys, if you want to help us, you can go to the pipe hitter org. pipe hitter foundation, which H dot org, And it's people who we support Michael McMahon. They've been incredibly supportive for us and, You know, in in the darkness, there was light when they called and said they were going to help us, and um, we couldn't get it through without without the support of our friends. Wishing you the best of luck. You got to keep us posted.
0: Pipe Hitter Foundation, uh, Martha burnt. Horrible story. Absolutely horrible. I mean, what a nightmare.